0: Hello. We will ask the questions. <laughs> it is season seven, episode three of Book Record Beer. And I am here with my dear friend, Daniel DeFranco. Say hello, buddy.
1: uh. uh, uh. Don't forget <laughs> the creme. Wait for the creme.
0: <laughs> uh, we clearly have uh, given you quite the insight into what the F we're going to be doing. It is not the book you're thinking, and I'm upset that you thought that. No, it is a (laughs) German-titled story from Kristen Arnett's debut collection of stories titled Felt in the Jaw, put out by the beautiful Split-Lip Press. Uh, The story that we are going to be looking at is Lebkuchen, uh, which is, of course, a... A uh, traditional German dessert, yeah. much like a much like a gingerbread. Uh, so we'll be focused on that story. She has a uh, number of longer stories in this collection, so we're going to be looking at that one specifically. Uh, we are also because this was a a cast uh, meant more for the old uh, month of Pride in June. We have chosen the Flying Lesbians self-titled and only album from 1975 to accompany this story. Uh, and we will be uh, drinking a few beers. It is the 150-year anniversary of Coors. I am drinking a Coors, as I like to call them, yellow bellies, Adolf Coors, mm-hmm. and of course, Jacob Schiller, uh, our German immigrants who started this Pilsner-style uh, uh, beer company um, way back in the day, and this one has been around for 150 years, so I that's why I'm doing this. I didn't
1: even think about that route. I am drinking a North Coast Prankster. You couldn't, can't get further away from Germany than <laughs> uh, <laughs> North Coast out from uh, Fort Bright, California, but it's a Belgian-style ale. I was like, well, that's next door.
0: That's next door. Yeah. Well, you know what I've done as well, uh, dear listener, is I've also created myself What I used to call the red ribbon. This is a uh, typically the way we do it would be a PBR and Frambois from Belgium. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I did a Coors original and Raspberry Frambois. Is that redundant? Does Frambois mean raspberry?
1: I think it does.
0: I think it does as well. I said it because the the crick is the cherry, (laughs) right? Yeah. Yeah. So I've 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 made myself redundant in that way. Um, Dummy. In any case, Mm. welcome Uh, I'm very excited to chat to you about these. Um, I know that, uh, I'm, I am, I'm very, I'm very intrigued by how this is going to go. But before we jump in, I'd like to introduce Daniel as a, uh, German confection.
1: Oh. If he went to be at this, uh. Is it okay? Are we allowed to do like German accents? Is that fine?
0: I think it's on the same par in terms of like, uh, PC is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I think in terms of that, it's the same as be like, hey, oh dude. Okay. I mean, we're we're Italian, uh-huh. so I guess it kind of we we have a little bit of a pass there. But I think it's the same as like the Italian American affectation. Mm-hmm. To be like, We will ask the questions. Yeah. Like that's um, I think that's I think it's okay. <laughs> no, you know, if we get a letter, my then my, own, not my to. only
1: touchstone for like a German impersonation is Dieter from um sorry live and that's 30 plus years ago right and i know that oh, listen man. a lot of things don't age very Wait. well what was funny in 93 is you is know. he the dude from sprockets sprockets yeah mike myers yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sprockets
0: was so yeah. good oh man um <laughs> this is sprockets uh yes so uh, you would be a, a, a black forest cake. Ooh. and uh, here's why um, because, uh, 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 on initial sort of encounter, you think it's, Ooh, that's a little rich. That's, Oh, that's going to be, that's gonna be a little too, too serious. Uh, what's going on here too. Ha- a little Maybe a little too heavy. And then when you actually have it, you, you realize, Oh, this is a, uh, there's only a, there's a few ingredients here, but it's precise. Hmm. And, it, and, it, and it's and it's a of mix. It's done really well, and, and goddamn, is it is it, um, is it delicious? It's 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 a it's a well done simple cake, preci- done with precision. I like that. Which is
1: what I think you bring to your art. Simple but precise. I'm into it. Uh, fun fun fact. Um, there were a few years uh probably age fifteen to early twenties, um, quite a few a, a surrogate uh, father. Every year for my birthday he would go to Whole Foods and I didn't know what a Whole Foods was.
0: Sure. Yeah, you know, uh, I I I d I don't think many of us did until yeah.
1: Amazon bought it. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he'd get he'd get me a Black Forest uh, No cake, shit. A little bit. And like we'd eat it. Like the two of us, so we'd wow. eat the whole thing. Um, and uh, one year, his car broke down, and he—it's like couldn't, nine, couldn't make the nine 30, 10 o'clock at night. There's a knock on my door, and it's him, <laughs> and he's got—and he's got the fucking cake. Oh man, yeah. what a story! Yeah, um, that's fantastic. I remember that like very, very well. And um, like, I don't think he walked or whatever. Fuck, was a really great guy. I Love him a lot. Uh, Mark, if you're listening I love you. he's not listening. Um, <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I, for a minute there I was like, oh imagine if he did, I just saw him, you know just sort of like sitting back in an easy chair with headphones on yeah. <laughs> with, a, with a, you know just like a pleasant smile like a little nod, you know yeah he's listening in my head he's listening.
1: Hey, if I was to introduce you, Nicholas a <laughs> Jesus. Whoa! What was your Nicholas like? Alcoholic? (laughs) Wow! (laughs)
0: Went hard on those California hops
1: there, baby. Little Freudian slip. Little (laughs) little German uh, insight. Well, he was he was not German. He was Austrian, right?
0: He was Austrian and full of
1: cocaine. Mm -hmm. If I was to introduce (laughs) Nick Alcoholic as a German (laughs) dessert, (laughs) you would be a blushing maid. (laughs) <laughs> oh. And here's, here's why <laughs> it's, it's mostly the ingredients it's ten, okay. it's 10 ounces of raspberries Oh beautiful And I know you love your raspberries I love a rasp yeah. um, And then three There's lots of other ingredients Chocolate, some other shit uh, Chambord, raspberry, liqueur. Um, oh I have that Cherry juice, whipping cream um, Oh this is very, but very here's, delicious But here's why it is you It has pumpernickel bread
0: beautiful and
1: as <laughs> as as we all no one saw that coming <laughs> as as we all know pumpernickel is loosely translated into devil's fart
0: <laughs>
1: as one as one knows <laughs>
0: as one learns as a young child look it up
1: um you you, you won't because you're listening and you're probably <laughs> you driving me good if you don't fuck you yeah it's the truth <laughs> um so um you are the embodiment of something <laughs> <laughs> that, as it's cooking, it's like, hmm, well, that stinks. That's,
0: that's the devil's fault. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: aptly named. At first, at first glance, if, if you... <laughs> but then when you get it, it's... it's, it's uh, I feel like I do the same thing for you every time. It's a thing that's, yeah. ah, this guy's a piece of shit, but at the end, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really nice and sweet.
0: It's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 I really, I'm so interested in if somebody were to like years from now find this cast and go, oh, I'm going to listen to all these. <laughs> and then they put together like kind of who we are from these introductions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That would be hilarious. That is uh,
1: a bored person with no other entertainment.
0: Hey, man, who knows? Yeah. Who knows yeah. what things might exist? That would be hilarious. Imagine if yeah, I always think of that, like just in a dystopian world. Like if you you just have this one thing. I wrote a story one time where all they had was uh DVDs of Pete and Pete. Mm-hmm. And so their whole their whole world uh view was informed by Pete and Pete.
1: Um, it could be worse. It could be informed by like way worse Joe Rogan or something. <laughs> yeah. Or I don't know. We could go on. on hey, TV. let's talk about the story by Kristen Arnett.
0: Yes. Um so this again is um I think, like, literally the dead center of the collection, which I don't know. uh, You've you've uh, compiled stories into into collections. What is your thinking on? uh, I wanted to start with this sort of like very writerly uh, approach. But like, what is your thinking on how you put together a collection of stories? Uh, what is the middle one? Is is it a keystone, a linchpin? Is it uh, uh, one that you're expecting them to sort of breeze through if they stuck with you Mm -hmm. for the first however many? What are are your thoughts on that?
1: My thought is, and I learned this, I think, from um, poets, is that every uh, story or poem you put in your collection should be a one- should be a story or poem that that could and should represent your entire collection. If someone just mm-hmm. opened up the book, and let me just start with this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, yep. like, we know, like, we're going to have stronger stories and ones that maybe we're more, um, uh, we have a stronger affinity towards. Right. Um, so we're going to put those up front. So there is, like, a, th- you know, a rhythm and a flow. But I-, I think that if you're putting a collection together, there shouldn't be anything that you're like oh let me try to sneak this by the reader i'll just put it in the middle or put mm. it at the end if that's how you feel about a story then it shouldn't be in your collection
0: what are you thinking right yeah i i i, I absolutely agree i you know because i've read uh, at this point quite a few short story collections i didn't read any before mm. entering the, the mfa program and one thing i'll say is like who needs to be published that badly that you're like, I need to make this page count or I, I'm just, I need to get something out there. That Nicholas Gregorio.
1: Precisely. Hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. Oh, Daniel. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just wanted to, yeah. that was his impersonation of me. Give him, give him a hard time. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Um,
0: well done. We needed that in there. Now the cast is complete. Cause that contributions in, yeah. um, that's that's the is that hundred um, percent but yeah, I, I have read a few where I've been like, "Why the fuck? You know, why the fuck? Mm-hmm. You need to have everything standalone. I'm of the exact same mind, and it's interesting because I think of things as you do, I'm sure, uh, in comparison to. Uh, sort of like how one approaches music and making a set list, perhaps, or mm-hmm. even like putting out an album, because um, that's a little different than a set. A set, you're trying things out and mm-hmm. whatnot. You you are fucking with stuff that might not be at a hundred percent. But if you put out an album, by God, it better all be fucking beautifully arranged, right? It should work together in one cohesive manner, um, where you go, I want to listen to that album again. Not songs two and eight, like I want to listen to the album again. I don't
1: think an Um, album should be longer than 10 songs. I think once...
0: You're of the Atlantic 1971
1: to 1978, mind? Is that a thing?
0: No, I made it up right now, but most Atlantic (laughs) albums are 10 songs.
1: Well, it's great. They (laughs) They
0: need to fit it on one LP. Well, that's that's not...
1: I mean, they had had some smart people at Atlantic in those years.
0: You're not wrong. Uh, They absolutely did. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. And so this one I picked because after reading um, the book, uh, for whatever reason, well, for many reasons, I think this one struck me most and it opened up in a way that not every other one did. Um, and I know that you have very strong feelings uh, about this. And I do wonder, because you hadn't read this mm-hmm. story, what your initial response was. Brian very briefly was, um, oh, that was, that was interesting. And then, oh, now I'm thinking about this. Now I'm thinking about this. Now I'm thinking about this. And after it gets to like three or four of those for me where I'm still thinking about a thing Mm. and it's making me think of, of more, um, I'm like, oh, that must've been pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, and, and that's where I, I definitely, that was my initial reaction was like, oh, I'm still thinking about this and I'm thinking about it Far more deeply than
1: I expected to, mm-hmm. um what was yours so off the bat, I never read this story. I owned this collection, oh, excuse me, at one point, I got rid of it. Uh, um, I th- think there was probably a lot of things at play um. Mostly probably my state of mind because I'm re- I read this story and first. I I actually like the story quite a bit. It's not without its flaws, but I I do. Right. I mean, what what isn't though? You know, if you're looking under scrutiny, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think I wanted Arnett's collection to be something that um, it isn't and i think that thing was good i'm just kidding um, <laughs> like, i couldn't help myself um, i know
0: i was i was waiting for this whole time i was i was like here's the setup and when is it going to come
1: yeah. um but but the first two or three stories i remember reading and then just like what the fuck these are so long i get it i get it i get it um i'm mm-hmm. like we did not need those middle 10 pages or whatever um sure. and i think that kind of uh, I th- I think that just that wore me down to the point where I was like, I I can't read more of this. I'm not enjoying it. um Sure. And and it, short story collections are tough in that way. Short stories are tough, and I think that that also points back to me is that I'm I'm really more flash minded. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, absolutely. It just kind of it's well. You don't get sick
0: of how many how many flash stories do you read a week for Smoke Long?
1: Um, depends on the week. Sometimes you know twenty, twenty five maybe.
0: But you're still talking about twenty five stories yeah. a week, yeah, right? And that's a distilled narrative. So I, I, yeah, I think that's that's worth noting,
1: yeah, for sure. Um, so that said, um, I think her Twitter personality didn't line up with, um. Her short story persona. Oh,
0: interesting. Interesting. Yeah.
1: And at the time this came out, she was like a a, a, a darling of Twitter, like highly rising, very funny, um, little snappy jokes about 7 Eleven. Every, you know, <laughs> three and a half minutes, she had a new one. Um, and then these are like serious stories.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Cause I wasn't privy to her, like, yeah, uh, social media persona.
1: And when did this come out? 17, 2017. Yes. Okay, so and I know exactly my state of mind in 2017 was not good. And and I bought <laughs> and I know that I bought this right away cuz I'm, you know, a big big supporter of um Spilt Lip even more so back then. Yeah. Um and I was excited for this. So, anyway, that said, coming back to this, I was already like, "Oh god, when you suggested it, I was like, all right." Right. All right. Yep. I read it groaningly. Yeah, you were you begrudged my choice. Yeah. Um <laughs> it's a good story yeah it, remember that Shirley Jackson story you read Possibility of Evil yes yeah it has whatever that type of not I'm gonna say sing-songy just an just an easiness mm. of like um it's just like world building yes yeah 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 and it doesn't seem like it's all, although the first although I mean we could argue that 90% of the story is exposition.
0: There's a lot of building and, and at times it comes real close to like just, just like a, a numbers mm-hmm. thing, you know, it's like, and she was 19 years old, but she doesn't ever totally do that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it'll it be, it'll be a, a, a weird similar metaphor that she throws in yeah. accompanying that, that number. Let's say it's an age and or something. And that's
1: what saves that's what saves it. exactly. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
0: From a writing perspective,
1: yeah. yeah. So, like the first couple pages is like, all right, well, when's the story start? You know,
0: mm-hmm. I don't
1: think it actually starts until page three. You know, absolutely, like the yeah, actual story.
0: Yeah, she's she's totally, and I think that's one of the first things. So, uh, as as a brief summary, we have a family that is on uh, the cusp of a cul-de-sac in the suburbs. Um, they are the Dieters. Mm-hmm. Um, uh and they are kind of like outcasted. We're not sure if they're self outcasted, like if they just keep to themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty strange, uh, have strange habits. It almost seems like they're um not like a monster type family, mm-hmm. but like they are they seem antiquated in a more modern space. Um are th- and
1: the, are there only two of them?
0: So it's just the the father and the adopted uh daughter. It's and, um, Anja. Anja who's and, who's And the colonel, right? And the colonel, right. But her mother is sort of like a character that gets talked about yeah, and she, popped in here and there. She passed away 7 years She passed away. Yeah. Yeah. And and one presumes that perhaps the mother was um uh, maybe a little bit closer to Anja mm-hmm. because the colonel just is is like he, he literally is like, I don't know who she belongs to. She's adopted, you know, yeah. at one point. So in any case, um, Anja babysits most of the children in the neighborhood. So she's known uh, to all um, the the mothers, which primarily seem to be uh, homemakers or stay-at-home mm-hmm. moms. Um, and one day, and this is sort of where the conflict and the, the story sort of uh, uh rolls out of um she walks in on two of the mothers um having sex in the in the the bedroom Mm -hmm. of the one mother nina's house um and so it's it's nina and bonnie that she walks in on and the kids are like in the house and Anja comes up to say that like um you know she fed them x or y and this is what's going on with the children downstairs and she doesn't react at all to having walked in on that. There's really no reaction whatsoever. She's extraordinarily um, muted, Mm -hmm. I guess you could say, in terms of emotions and and just the way she carries herself, speaks, acts. She knows what she wants. She just does those things. Like, someone offers her something, she'll be like, I don't like this, it tastes weird. Mm -hmm. And then we'll ask for, like, a peanut butter sandwich or something like that. right? So that's sort of her. Um, And that's where the story... Uh, as i said sort of like rolls out of is is that encounter and what the moms do in reaction to it and what Ann, anja like doesn't do <laughs> you know um and and then and then you know we see it
1: it uh, sort of like spiral from there
0: hey um, do you th- is that a good summary? yeah do
1: you do you, th- okay. do you think that anja's autistic
0: so i did get the feeling that there were some Sped things happening. Yeah, I, that, I didn't think about that, it until
1: like just the second as you were going over her personality, and I'm like, oh yeah, check mm-hmm. check 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 check. You see this in yeah, see this in our students, you know?
0: Absolutely, yeah. I yeah. If she if she were in my classroom, I think she absolutely would have an IEP, and, mm-hmm. and there would be these things that were yeah yeah. She she has all the markers of that for sure, um, which makes the behavior of nina i think exceptionally gross um yeah. as the story continues um so and and so so maybe so i guess i'm sorry uh, maybe ahead. we
1: don't think of anja as autistic right away just so we can uh not um
0: can't. Uh, but that's another thing to <laughs> to arnett's writing is there's there's a lot of ambiguity with certain things mm. like that uh, uh as well and and so you don't you're not immediately sort of like repulsed when it becomes clear that when Bonnie starts uh, avoiding her, Mm -hmm. um, Nina sort of like sets her sights and becomes sort of obsessed with Anja. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, yeah, I I would say that by the end, I definitely would would have agreed and and been like, oh, yeah, this is – this is a young woman that um, certainly is, is socially hindered in some ways. And, 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 you know, um, I don't know. It gives you a weird feeling by the end when you're reading it. And I think that also speaks to the writing is like, Ooh, like I'm thinking about all this stuff and now I have this sort of like uncomfortable feeling where I'm like, Oh fuck. Um, So I guess one of the first things was like, the suburbs seems to be both setting and character in this mm-hmm. and i particularly liked that it's seen as having a hand in in why the characters might do some of the more negative behaviors mm-hmm. that they do like that that it is shaping them uh, not less than their choices like their choices are their choices but that it it has a hand that's kind of prominent and I didn't know what you what you thought about that if you if you agreed or or it didn't seem that way to you a little a little bit
1: it it gave me uh, a flashback of reading The Swimmer by John Cheever did you ever read that one I did not okay um it's a it's a pretty famous story of his but it takes place in the suburbs and he's Goes to different people's pools and ends up swimming like through the neighborhood and finding about all their lives. So it's, it's kind of a very interesting story. Um, oh, cool. but it it's exploring the um, inner lives of, I guess, kind of suburban domesticity. Um, certainly, this isn't exploring an entire neighborhood's uh, psyche, but it's definitely once the shift happens where it's um, it goes away from just pure exposition into Nina's kind of point of view yeah um mm-hmm. <clears throat> i think we do get that idea of the suburbs as uh you know the setting i don't know if i'd say it's 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 its own character i think the characters are the characters they just live in the suburbs and they're they're shaped because of how bored they are and the only thing they can do is is just fuck with this 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 girl who, who might be autistic, but all she really does is, just babysits kids, and it's just like a yeah. for all purposes, it's just a pleasant person that doesn't do harm to anybody. Yeah, and she just she's really just a
0: caretaker, right? She takes care of her father, mm-hmm. she takes care of the children. She's a very uh, blunt and real person. Uh, and so with that, she tells stories that the kids like because sometimes she kills off the characters at the end, and sometimes she doesn't. Yeah, and the kids
1: like that. She's good um, with the kids. I love yeah. her. When, like when we get these moments when she's like with the children, it's great.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, maybe that too speaks to like she relates to them more than she does the adults. Mm-hmm. She she because anytime she's in an adult exclusive world, mm-hmm. she does not seem to do well and in fact like when she's given alcohol in that one scene she's like this tastes like firecrackers in my mouth or something like yeah, that it, says like, it makes
1: her stomach sour she takes like a sip
0: yeah yeah and so that's precisely what like a child would say you know and yeah. then I think she's in the kitchen just being held by Nina mm-hmm. um, like a, a child who's sort of like been forced out of their element or, or to interact in a way that is, is just overwhelming, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I think more and more your your sort of like, uh, diagnosis there or whatever it might be. Um, your assertion is, is ringing more and more true. Cause these are all
1: signs of someone yeah. who might be on the spectrum in some way. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't want to say, um, that Arnett did that on purpose, that she had, an autistic uh, person essentially get raped by yeah you know the person that's that um by by a predator yeah but <laughs> but there if, if we maybe just don't say autistic but say a helpless person I think we get the same the same um uh what's the word the same sh- there there's a sense of well, like she's of,
0: vulnerable I'm not sure that she's helpless I think she's vulnerable, vulnerable.
1: okay but there is a sense of of, of her being devoured by quite literally by Nina. Yeah. Um, so Andre gets devoured by Nina. Um, there's a lot of food in this story. Uh,
0: So that brings up the, the theme of consumption, right? Yes. So like, I think consumption is a huge thing when we think about the suburbs, because that sort of also links to all this stuff. You're bored. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? You consume, Mm -hmm. Right. You, uh, you're uh, you consuming, but you're also having this rivalry with your neighbors or, or these people around you where, you know, everybody's, like, outdoing one another with their yard or their car or their this or their that, right? And that actually begins to happen with Anja where they're all trying to get her to come to their party or they're trying to get, like, Anja's sort of the bell of the ball at one point once uh, Nina and Bonnie have this uh, competition between the two of them, where there, it's it's clear Nina's become obsessed with Anja, and Bonnie sort of wants to come back and be in Nina's good graces and affection. Yeah, Uh and she real and she sees that actually uh, Anja's sort of taken her place. She feels like so. Then she goes after Anja, mm-hmm. and then the other uh, wives and mothers see that Anja's sort of uh, the new hot thing. So they try to have her over more. And and the, dude, it it weird really weirdly reminded me of like playdates and and all of it is a product of i think the 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 setting the setup of suburbia Mm -hmm. you know it's very it's very um that was one thing that i thought was kind of masterful was like the consumption like (laughs) It's not Costco. It's literally eating, Mm -hmm. but it might as well have been Costco or your yard or whatever it is. Um, And I thought that that was that was really, really, really well done. That in the end, she sort of like literally eats her and then is going to all of her rival's doors to try and just like let me. I've done this terrible thing. I, I need I need to be around somebody like me so that i'm not reminded of how fucking terrible that thing was that i just did and no one's there for Mm it because we're your rivals we're not your fucking friends kind of thing yeah and then
1: she won like good you got what we all wanted dude
0: you know what it reminds me of And
1: now we don't like you
0: speaking of sprockets (laughs) it reminds me of that saturday night live skit where ben stiller is 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 out with his bros and he's like I bet I could get so and so in five lines or less. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? No. But he does it to one of the members of the Eagles and the, and it's Will Ferrell, and Will Ferrell turns him into like a gimp. And he's like you eat like this. <laughs> and he comes back to the bar and he's like shivering cuz he just he got whoever, I forget who which member of the Eagles it was, but he got whoever and it wasn't Henley or what's his name? Um, uh, but and, and he's just he and his buddies are all like real awkward. and They're like, you did it, man. You got him. Yeah. Seven <laughs> lines or less. And he's like, shut up. Like, he can't. He's all like fucking traumatized. Yeah. It's like a, a, a mile long stare and like 17 cold showers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I think that that. I thought that was really well done, that I was thinking about all this stuff from this, like, you know, what seems to be typical board housewife competition in the suburbs, and you you won the thing that happened to be a very vulnerable person.
1: Yeah, you said it all, man. What the
0: fuck do you think about the ending?
1: Um... I think it made the title tie in to the story. Oh, because that was
0: my next question is what did you think of the title? Which I always
1: think is, is um, you know, how I feel about that. The title is part of your story. And I was
0: it's so fucking important
1: waiting for the Lebkuchen, uh to, to, to show up.
0: That traditional German cookie. And it didn't. Where it. is it? They don't eat one of them. They had a million chances yeah. to have and one. I was like, ah, that was Anja.
1: That's Anja. either yes. she is the cookie.
0: She is the cookie, um, yeah. So A little German cookie. I
1: I think it's 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 kind of cool that Nina, um, after she she does that to Anja, um, she doesn't actually eat her though, does she?
0: The uh, the diction chosen is very much consumptive. Well, like no, she uh, bites. Uh, she, she 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 like uh, uh, bites her neck and and whatever like, but like softly. Um, there's a lot of of, like the way that she she writes it is is very much like yeah yeah I
1: I get I get all that um, but she doesn't actually eat her it's it's no meta it's not even a metaphor, um for eating her she does consume her you know she squeezes her flesh, yes. and, you know in a lot of <clears throat> words like kneading dough ripeness, um, fulfilled devoured precise bites um yeah. bitter taste like there's all of these things in that in that moment where Nina like inside of an alpaco Yeah like wh- when Nina is you know um this, for all purposes assaulting Anja who's just lying she is. there She literally is She's just like yeah. not doing anything She
0: doesn't react she doesn't kiss her back she doesn't give her any indication that she likes this wants this Mm-mm. to continue You know what I mean It's 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 very clearly um assault I thought that was yeah I mean it also spoke to how inwardly focused and 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 like self-centered the the protagonist has has become and it doesn't seem like Arnett's arguing or the the story's arguing that she's a victim of circumstance I think this Mm -hmm. person is this person right because she's sort of the ringleader like she it feels like she definitely sort of sucked bonnie Mm -hmm. into her little world um but bonnie was a more willing participant um or whatever and then anja just sort of like upset the whole norm by being outside the norm Mm -hmm. um and that was like the new hot thing Mm -hmm. you know um yeah absolutely uh and it was i mean the thing for me i couldn't help but notice that like the husband and children are like non-players in this. They're not even characters, really. No. You know?
1: No, I mean, what the husband at one point comments on Anja uh, Anja's like, ah, oh, she really filled out. Like that's it.
0: That's it. Yeah, I think she has sex with him at one point, but she's thinking of Anja the entire
1: time. <laughs> so I, I, I'm looking up Lebkuchen and like what it what it means. Is that how you pronounce it, Lebkuchen?
0: Uh yeah. Okay. Kuchen. Kuchen. Kuchen?
1: Yeah, no, here we go. Okay. I hit play but I have no speakers right now. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: yeah, I think it's Lebkuchen.
1: Uh yeah, and it's like a gingerbread thing, traditionally baked during the winter holiday season. It's a spiced treat. Um it's not exactly what most Americans envision when they think of gingerbread, so um hmm See, what's, what, what does it symbolize? Let me just see what the internet says. I wonder if Arnett knows that. Well, I got a little picture of a man. So uh, the German word for... Uh, the Leb in Lebkuchen is said to refer either to the German word for life, Leben, derivative of the term lebspies, which means favorite food, so, um, life, favorite food, yeah. uh, very sweet. This is from theculturetrip.com. So, so I
0: wonder if it's if it's pleasure, mm-hmm. right? That she she like makes a leb kitchen of these women uh, because she she wants to experience mm-hmm. pleasure uh, in this in this way, and that's that's Nina. I just, I really also liked sort of an unlikable protagonist as well. Yeah, she's- Right, like yeah, semi-relatable, but then also really unlikable. Yeah, Nina um, sucks.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. sorry, I'm fascinated by this. I should have looked this up more. Um, I should have prepared. <laughs> um, in fact, the Lebkuchen is actually more akin to an unleavened cake, thanks to the fact that the monks initially prepared it in the same oblate Used to prepare the communion wafers. So they're. Oh, I, I've,
0: I think I did read that, but I kind of put it out of my head.
1: I wonder how much of this our net knew. Um, I'm going to assume she knew a lot more about this bread than than we do, even right now, reading about it. Um, yeah,
0: dude, because <clears throat> something you? like that, yeah. you wouldn't, you know what I mean? Anyway, so I. Like, I know what Babulki is. And if I title the story that, I, you know what I mean? Like, somebody might look that. Mm
1: hmm. Um, I love it when a when a title has its own story, and it makes you ignore the fact that uh, the protagonist or the, the one of the main characters rapes the other one. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. I, this is what I'm saying, dude. It, <clears throat> I I kept on like thinking about all these different things after I'd finished reading it, and I was like, "Is this really good?" Especially, I thought it was actually really great. That you had such an a, adverse initial reaction to the piece when it first uh, came out—not the particular story, but the mm, thing—and the yeah. and then <clears throat> and we had talked about that already. So I went in like with the intention of being open-minded, but also, you know, respecting your opinion a lot and 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 seeing these things um, where I was like, "Ooh, I bet this pissed him off," <laughs> 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 and, and then and then, but then but, but coming out of it with the best sort of like feeling that you get from a good story where it's like, Oh man, I'm thinking about all this stuff. I love that. That's, yeah. That's my favorite thing. I really like where I can put out like the one or two or however many little writing things that might be in there. Where I was like, ah, oh, that was a little, uh, and, and I'm left with the big ideas and, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it.
1: Yeah. Really um, from a craft point of view, the writings, it's solid. Um Absolutely. she does a good job of in evoking that I think I said it earlier, like the kind of Shirley Jackson
0: Almost a sing songy. Yeah, like, yeah, I think that's what yours. I said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um
1: yeah. <clears throat> John Cheever almost like a um <clears> that's <throat> a like it's like a throwback style.
0: Yeah. And it Ooh, maybe that ties into the
1: old school cookie. Possibly. And and there's there's a little reminiscence, a little, a little flavor, if you will, an ingredient of, um, of uh, folklore, like a folktale. Mm. something. I'm getting.
0: Well, I mean, I, I, that's a great point because this is now like a Hansel the myth of the neighborhood, Hansel
1: or Gretel type of shit, you know. Yeah,
0: but Nina's now the the she's she's become legend in this neighborhood because all this is obviously going to come out. Well, you know if, what I mean? if she.
1: You know, I don't, I, are we giving the ending away?
0: <laughs> no, we're just saying the ending happens. And and due to the way all the... Well, the, think about it. All okay, I, stuff, I, I
1: understand what you're saying. Yes, okay. You know what I mean? She uh, is now going to be myth whatever. Story. Because
0: every, cause we got the story. We know precisely what happened. Yeah. Think of w- how far the neighbors are going to run with this, the details of this fucking story. Mm-hmm. The, the, I mean... 500 miles at least.
1: And, and they can only, uh, I don't know. Speculate? Yes. I was, going to, I was thinking conject, but that's not the word I was looking for. Speculate. No. Um, speculate, yeah. Like why she is doing the thing she did, what her relationship truly oh was God. with Anja.
0: I mean, the, yeah, because it is so bizarre, but it also, it just makes this like nugget of sense. Mm-hmm um like the slightest bit of enough that you're like oh she's really combined with what her personality must be to be able to, to take it to this extreme this 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 this, this is the way it went yeah. down holy shit
1: here's you know? here's one of my critiques and i don't know if this is a critique on our net or if it's just a critique of the story or if it's just my own thing. I, I don't have an answer. Um, mm-hmm. I am, am wrestling and I, and I have since I read this uh, a couple of days ago with that the story ends with Nina. It's all mm. about Nina. It starts with Anja, but it's all about Nina. Yes, um, I think that's purpose. We, yeah, we, are made to feel uh, I guess sympathetic towards Anja. You mm-hmm. we're rooting for her for you know whatever you know she's just doing her thing. people are taking advantage of her. I mean or she's not letting people take advantage of her, but you could see that this is the type of person that people look like look at as the other. Um, absolutely. Yes, they do. Um, and she gets used, chewed up and spit out, if you will. And, uh, (laughs) we must, and then it's just all about how Nina just like feels and how she handles that. Um, and I'm not sure how that truly sits with me on on Uh, lots of, lots of, lots of ways, you know, as an emotional response to the story, um, as a craft point of view. Um, do we do that to our, to our characters? Sure. Um, I think it, it, it
0: for me, made it very clear that, like, even, like, to the, to the bitter end of the story, she still can't see outside herself at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all still about her. She's trying to find comfort from all these other people mm-hmm. rather than being like, holy shit, what the fuck did I just do? There's no apology to Anja. There's no uh, attempt at reconciliation or any sort of like uh, she, she, she like almost can't suffer. Do you know what I mean? Um, I I thought that, I thought that built her character really, really well that it ends up being all about her. Like it, it's nothing but about her uh, in its entirety because, because that's, she like once in that, in that, in that space, in that mindset,
1: it's all it is. It's told in third-person point of view, and a lot of the details we get from Anja, most of the details are our narrator telling us this is what she's like, this is what she looks like. Often, it's True. it's people in the neighborhood guessed this about her, or this is what people said about her. So, you know, the narrator can be removed from that. But a lot, right. large part of what we get about Anja is from the narrator. And then we shift into Nina so there's there's something from a craft point of view that I'm not sure what to make of there so
0: so you feel unresolved if I'm if I'm hearing you correct yes like you okay so you, you want more I see what you're saying so I I guess I was swept up in the the focus being Nina and it being all about Nina, but like yeah, like so I don't know. I feel like Anja might just be a secondary character in this story, and perhaps you're thrown because it began with her.
1: Well, I thought about okay, this could just be how Nina is perceiving her, which then not everything I just said off the table because this is just yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's why I said it's told third person point of view. Right. Our yeah, narrator yeah, yeah. is telling us these things about Anja, so we don't. We, narratively, there, she doesn't have the luxury. The narrator doesn't have the luxury of saying, "Well, no, that's just Nina's perspective." Although a lot, mm. a lot of it is, but it doesn't.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't. Yeah. It yeah, doesn't yeah, start yeah, yeah. with
1: Nina thought this about her. It says Anja right. is this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah I see. so you're, yeah, you're wanting
1: that resolution, you're wanting that sort of like yeah. there's there's yeah. a lot of stuff where it is told through like second hand and hearsay., oh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of it, tons of it. Mm-hmm. but there's still stuff that is not told <laughs> that way. Yeah, 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 no I hear there's you. no N- Anja isn't given agency in um you know, if we want to use those types of words. Um. in this story I think that's what bothers me when, yeah. in the moments when she could and, and she does you know I would still like to get paid can I have another sandwich she certainly right. does you know hey this is I don't like this make me something else yeah, yeah. Um, but that's, that's nothing The trifles. triffles that's a sandwich yes that's that's
0: not something that's gonna you know scar you for quite some time yeah yeah.
1: So th- yeah, I hear. So you. I think that's probably. I, I don't know what to say. I think th- that. I think I was swept up. I think that's just my my biggest criticism is the lack of. Uh, I hate using these words like agency. I feel like.
0: Do we think that that was purposeful, and that we're seeing that um, no matter kind of who it is, some other person or force is is going to be exhibiting or er, er, exerting its will upon us, um, and. And Anja just happens to be one of the most vulnerable, you know, that we can we can sort of highlight in that way. Yeah, I mean,
1: I think that's that's evident. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't mean it's the thing that I just got to sit with.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, it's a great thought. I that's I, one of those things that I'll often get swept up and and these sort of like, you know, very important writerly things will will fly by me. Um, Shit, I
1: don't know. Maybe this is good. You know, I don't know. Maybe this is why Arnett is Arnett. And, um, you know, why
0: I really liked it. I thought it was great. I uh, that's my final thoughts. I, I really love this story, especially. Um, I think the collection's solid. This one for me just really stood out as 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 a strong piece. And um, it and she's doing a lot. You know what I mean? In terms of writing, I think there's a lot happening here and I'm left with quite a bit. So mm-hmm. I I enjoyed it. uh well i
1: think now that my mental and physical health is light years away from where it was in 2017 when i read this (laughs) um (laughs) what a dark time in my life um i don't know maybe if there's another story here that you really like I'll, i'll borrow your copy and read it
0: yeah man absolutely um i will i will absolutely lend it to you for sure uh yeah, final thoughts. Good stuff. That's it. And yeah, it's my uh, final
1: thought. Uh gingerbread man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I prefer
1: not to. Ginger snaps. Bartleby. <laughs>
0: ginger ginger snaps. Um yeah, I'm more of a snapman myself. It's very tough to get it the consistency that I like, but snaps are consistent and I always know that that's the way they are. So yeah, I baby. Know. Moving forward, we are uh jumping into
1: the Flying Lesbians. So that this is a cool fucking album yes how'd you how'd you i i need when you're introducing this i need how you found them why their album only exists on youtube (laughs) as a uh like someone held a microphone to the record and
0: yeah (laughs) i think that's what happened um so i'll say this i found them because i was i i i was searching i was like okay um there's, like, three German bands I know, uh, and one of them's Hasselhoff, so I got to, like, really...
1: Hasselhoff, Rammstein, <laughs> and...
0: Uh, 99 <clears throat> balloons. Oh,
1: they're German. Uh, yeah.
0: Because huh. it's in German.
1: I mean, people do dumb shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but in any case, yeah, I just knew there was very few, and I was like, you know what? Um, I'm going to go with the, the German theme. And I fell down a hole. Mm-hmm. I just literally fell down. Because I did it on YouTube. Um, I don't know, because I feel like I like that search algorithm or whatever better mm-hmm. when I'm looking for music. I feel like Spotify knows me too well and it doesn't fucking work properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just fell down this hole. Yeah, you get
1: weird shit in the YouTube hole, right?
0: And I got weird. I got real weird. Let's talk
1: about the YouTube algorithm for a second. You'd think that it would just give you the shit you like, oh, yeah. <laughs> But it also
0: ties in some things that you've, like, listened to. So, like, it, it, there's, like, a um, like uh, if I'm trying to fall asleep, sometimes I'll listen to, like, uh, ASMR stuff, right? Yeah. And it'll just be, like, sounds, and that'll put me to sleep. And so there's, like, a German ASMR person that I listen to sometimes. And so there, in the list of all this stuff, there would be, like, one of those every, like, 10 yeah. videos or whatever. So, yeah, it
1: gets – dude, it gets – I think the YouTube wild. algorithm is the best of – All the algorithms.
0: I love it because it's so fucking weird. That's like, you you have no idea. I love
1: finding a weird video and like reading people like comments where people like, how the fuck did I get here?
0: Well, that's one of the first comments on most videos is like, who's here from this or who's here from the, you know what I mean? Or like still loving this after fucking 20 years or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so that's how I found it. Okay, so, I, all right. I just fell, I fell down a hole. I found it. And, dude, when it starts with those, like, bongos, uh, first song, first second, like, it's just these bongos going. I was like, this is going to be so fucking awesome. It <laughs> sounds... Then, dude. It sounds live. It, well, it's a seven-piece band. Yeah. Uh, recorded... I mean, here's the thing. They were so grassroots so so the band is the flying lesbians album came out self-titled album 1975 it's the only album they put out they were only around from 74 to 77 um they were one of the first uh uh, uh women's rock rock groups in europe right so like all female rock group in europe they were one of the first um and so they have this w- wild like almost like a um Ian McKay, like DIY sensibility to them. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're actually like a co op where they're they're doing everything, um, and they're just fan. I, I I just was, I was blown away by the fact that I was hearing, and maybe it was because I was just listening to them intensely recently, and it's from the same kind of era. But like these little like Stevie Wonder things combined with like Gang of Four punk and like this strange sort of like lyrical content as well mm-hmm. like cuz they would do they do in german and english like hybrid lyrics yeah, mostly german and, but yeah mostly german yeah but like you know i translated some of them just to be like what are they talking about here you know and it was it was very cool to see how it felt like they ran for me my initial thing was like they're running like the spectrum of sort of what was happening at the time uh, in a very cool way. Mm. I, I, was, I was blown away, dude. I thought it was fucking a wild find. So I was like, I hope Daniel doesn't uh, come in with, like, the flying lesbian. <laughs> <person>. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they no. What are trying to do? I was...
1: Yeah. And here's how I know I've got exceptional taste. Because <laughs> right away, I knew, I was like, this is fucking good. This is authentic. This is legitimate. And yep. um, I, I am willing to be proven wrong a lot of times, but <laughs> if if my initial, I, I trust my gut on a lot of things. Yeah, dude. And, Same. And, Same. You know, uh, when my I, I, I met with Rick Rubin once. I don't know if I ever told you this. No. Um, yeah, I met him. How have we done 7 years of this and that has never come up. So, you know Rick Rubin like he's like he's like I've got exceptional taste. I just know what's good.
0: Yeah, he's not a musician. He just yeah. is like a feeler of good. So what I when I, stuff, when, I vibes. when
1: I met him in 2005 um outside oh, What was he doing? Then? I don't, I was outside the Chocadero. I was seeing like um some like queens of the stone some shit like that and he was outside yeah. and he came. well cuz he was with them around that I time. get that must be it then all right yeah um I'm waiting in line he's walking up and he stops and he turns and looks right at me in line and we're like yo that's fuck I think that's fucking Rick Rubin and he walks right over to me and he just put his forehead on my forehead holy shit you fuck you and he said you're lying <laughs> and he said <laughs> You've got it, kid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you had me, you son of a bitch. You're such a sick, fucking asshole. Oh, really? You made that up?
1: Yeah. Oh, it's what we do. It's what we do. It is
0: what we do. That's hilarious. Though. You, you absol- dude. I was right there until un- until he walked over to you. <laughs> I was, I was with you. Um, no, dude, you, 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 I'm the, I'm the same way. I, I think I got 30 seconds in and I had listened to a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. and I think I did a couple palate cleansers. Like I smelled some Mm -hmm. coffee beans a few times and then, and then this one popped up like right after one of those. And I was like, this is great. I was like 30 seconds in. I was like, this is fucking great. Mm -hmm. They're doing, and it was like. Because I didn't even look them up, obviously, until mm-hmm. after I'd listened to the whole album. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, this is so fucking cool, too. Mm-hmm. Like, what a way to conduct yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I, yeah, I think. We found, I don't know. what you, we, you found something. I, dude. And for me, I think that's something worth mentioning. It's like, I rarely do that. Yeah. I'm not really, I'm not the one, usually. Like, I have a couple friends who have always fed me stuff. Mm-hmm. And and it's never been me- like I've I can say I can count on maybe like, my fingers, how many bands I like are in my heart of hearts mm. of music I love that I found. Yeah, you know, uh, all the rest have been given to me. Um, and so in any case, uh, this is one of them, dude. I just got so into it, and I think for me it's 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 that they're doing they're doing so much. Like, what would you compare them? Can you compare them?
1: I don't know. Did you have any things that popped up? Um nothing specific because it 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 was like a lot of different things but it was exactly. all like so cohesive it reminded me a bit of um certain parts of Hendrix's set during uh mm. Woodstock mostly probably because of the bongos probably and yeah, you know yeah, he yeah. had that large ensemble for Woodstock he had like a whatever a 12 person band whatever um had like a whole bongo Group, you know, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some of that, but then like that old timey piano stuff kind of reminds yeah. me of. It was a little bit of that jazz yeah.
0: influence too. Yeah, I, they. I thought you'd really dig those songs that had yeah. a lot that were a little heavier. There, I was like, oh, he's gonna love.
1: Them. So they certainly did. In no way, not even for a second, sounded like the Beatles. But it gave me right. Um, like how if you look, like if you watch the Let It Be documentary, or you 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 know you're a Beatle guy. When you hear them just like goofing off, like just kind of like just this joy of just like musicians just kind of, you know, when they just when they just linked,
0: yeah, you can do anything, and the other and the other person's gonna know exactly where you're going.
1: And that came across, and I I thought it was so cool that same as you, I listened to the thing, and I was like, I need to know more about these.
0: What Um, the fuck is
1: happening? uh, I need to know more about these. That's not even saying I need to know more about this band. Um, Yeah. And the things you just said—they
0: well, these songs, yeah—they
1: weren't even a group until two days before their first gig. It's because you, you know this stuff, right?
0: Yeah, I looked at the whole fucking yeah. Wikipedia. If you support it, go for it. But yeah, you know, I like I read I, the Wikipedia
1: I, and then I went to their web page, which is weird that they have a web page. That is so strange. Um, so the the Cliff Notes version is there was this women's only mm-hmm. music fest in Germany and some British band that was supposed to be playing um, dropped out like two days before the festival. So the organizers knew that these musicians were kicking around and that they could play. It's like, hey, can you guys play? So they practiced twice and then played (laughs) this gig to 2,000 people, which is, um, listeners, a 2,000-person gig is... Like, you could... Live off of those. So if you, if every town you went to was a two thousand person gig, you have a career. All you
0: need is five thousand people to consistently come see you and support you by buying your album and your merch. If you have five thousand fans, not this used to be the number. This used to be the number. Not all in the same city. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In general. Yeah. Right. That consistently do that. You can, or you could. This is years ago now. That this statistic came out Whatever you could sustain yourself <laughs> dude it's nuts to start it's like lcd sound system was kind of the same way yeah they were all these these punks mm-hmm. and i think their first show was some huge festival in europe right yeah. i think britain maybe um and it was to tens of thousands of yeah. people and then they would but that it just remind i i did i'm glad you triggered that i did want to mention that like it reminded me a little bit of something like that where it was just we're a thing And but it's weird. Their first album, like they noted that it like their only album, right, that it that it did well. But it only sold 17,000. Yeah, I I guess I say only and I'm not like, you know, noting like streaming inflation.
1: This isn't streaming. I can't even find it on Apple Music. Uh,
0: No, no, no. I'm saying to say it only sold Mm 17,000 albums in 1975. Right. I, I understand. I'm just saying you know and 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 now you can get a million plays so it's it's just it's a weird uh, i don't think it's there's not a conversion for it and
1: really. their second gig was to 34,000 people it's crazy or or what so it was like it was like nuts. 2 months later they were playing to 30 something people but imagine
0: having that response cuz that's a thing a gig that's a
1: mind fuck for a bunch of like you said diy just we're just living together we're just kind of a bunch of pals we're just playing music yeah, and all of a sudden it's like, oh shit!
0: That's such a mindfuck. Why is this not? Uh,
1: why is this not? Why is there not like a a, a, a document? Yeah, there maybe there is. Maybe there is. We just don't.
0: We're okay. so new to this scene. I mean, we've been we've known about it. I think I together for two weeks.
1: I, no, you just <laughs> sent this to me. I would check the email. I am less than twenty four hours <laughs> with this group.
0: Are you serious? I didn't listen to I it I, until I, did, I
1: thought I sent this like last last week or something. I don't read my emails.
0: I don't fucking know at this point. Wait a minute, wait a minute. When did I say it? Uh, two days ago. Yeah, there you go. That's how much I sleep. Two <laughs> days ago, I sent it. I thought it was two weeks. Sunday, not even Holy Not Jesus. even a full four days. It was Sunday,
1: <laughs> July 9th at 9:05. Listener, it's only 8:12 right now.
0: I had, dude, I had found them maybe a couple hours before. All right. So it's been, we both known about them for 48 hours. I've known about them for 48 hours, you a little less holy shit um
1: yeah you're you're gonna like you're like the bigger fan you've got <laughs> you've got 23 more hours this is a
0: dude this is a band where absolutely yeah. that would be that would be a thing yeah. be like oh yeah well I'm, I'm i'm more familiar with them i was i was there on sunday <laughs>
1: yeah i didn't get to him till monday
0: i didn't get around had i seen the email though we'd be equal fans Um, Yeah, yeah, dude, I I highly suggest it. Anybody that's interested in, well, this is one of those things, too. I don't know if you remember, there was a DJ for Drexel Radio Mm -hmm. who on Thursday mornings, I think he started at four or five in the morning Mm -hmm. and he would sign off at eight or nine. Um, He was real into deep dive in the 70s Mm -hmm. um, and like early 80s. Uh, I don't think he ever really touched the 60s, but it was like loosely punk or what we would now call indie Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. I think this would have fallen in it, but, or like experimental. He had, uh, you know, he play like, he wouldn't even play, just to put it for the listener, right, or a music aficionado. He wouldn't play Can, Captain Beefheart, like stuff like that. Like he wouldn't play that. It would be stuff you had literally never heard of. It's like a few jukeboxes in Philly. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean, like the standard tap jukebox yeah. or the South Philly tap room jukebox. Like you go in there and you're like, "Oh, fuck! <laughs> I thought I knew music," yeah. and then you're like, "I know three albums on this entire jukebox." Yeah. Um. So it kind of, it kind of feels like this was something that he would have played. Yeah. You know, and I was so pumped to go to Main Street Music today, and look for two albums. This being one of them. Uh Like, you know, how on earth would it have been there? Absolutely not. But um, it was closed. And I can't tell you how... (laughs) On Monday and Tuesday. Exactly. And I know that. It was the same thing with with Spiral. I, like, went and I was like,
1: oh, right. Monday and Tuesday. I'm I'm an idiot. We never really said, like, what they sound like. We know that there's bongos. And we know that there's kind of old-timey jazz-type sounding. And then the last track, um, Shake It Off... Is like unlike all of the other ones, yet it sounds so fucking cohesive. It's bizarre. It's like a really cool folk song, but like a good folk song.
0: So like if you've ever listened so to me it was interesting because I was getting the like I don't want to say orchestral influence of like what a Stevie Wonder album kind of sounds like. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where all this there's all this instrumentation. But I picture all the instrumentation of a Stevie Wonder album, and combine it with like the the like almost talking kind of lyrics of Gang of Four, and the rhythmic sort of like punk esque aesthetic from the seventies. That isn't the screaming, loud bashing, but is more of just the like avant garde. Is that a, a good a term for it? I guess yeah. like uh, uh, approach to writing a song like you have a steady drum beat Mm -hmm. you're not really fucking with that in terms of tempo or or dynamics that much um but on top of it you're layering all of this instrumentation that somehow is touching a number of genres at once
1: you know i I bet we could probably just play a little bit of it because
0: Imagine getting f- sued by the flying. There's lesbians. no. Co- I would I, be so I happy. would be
1: surprised if this was copywritten. You know I I'm just. Kinda, <laughs> I don't know where this is. It's like halfway through the album. I s- hand it off the YouTube from my phone to my um computer. So here we go. Let's see if this comes up. Just to give you a yeah. taste. Play, play a little taste.
0: There's that old timey piano.
1: Uh, that's great. I'm a lesbian. How about you? <laughs> All right, so there's that one. Let, let me s- scan forward. Like, that's cool. That's driving. Yep. Like, that is fucking cool. It's got, <clears throat> and, uh, this is, and I say this as a positive because I love the Doors. It sounds like, it's got a thing of like the Doors that kind of, that kind of driving yeah, bass line. Yep, yep, but then, yep. mm-hmm. I thought they were singing in French. Maybe they, some of it is, or it could just be German, <laughs> right? They're romance languages. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's got that kind of almost 60s, uh, Ye girl, Ye Girls kind of vibe, that kind of pop French chic music. You know? Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. There's yeah. like a tinge of that.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it is really difficult to give anybody a... Se- like, now they've listened to like, a little, you know, fucking 15 seconds of it. But like, it is really tough because if you just get that, you actually haven't gotten the, the shifts that happen throughout the... Mm-mm. Just three minutes of the song. And then the shifts that happen throughout the listening of the album. Like, you get to the end of the album and you're like, whew. Like, you... Y- your hair's blown back in a way that, like, compressed new music isn't even able to do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it's just from sheer invention. It feels like.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can get a copy of this on Discogs.
0: Yeah, me as well. I uh, let me go. F- I, let me go
1: first. Let me get the, uh, the VG. You're gonna get the VG I'll plus the- <laughs> version. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if there's like two and one sucks and one's great, I'm gonna be so upset. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, there's only. I guess there was more printed than the seventeen thousand sold, but uh,
1: I'm just, right. That sounds like maybe they went to a maybe. Maybe they went into a second printing, you know?
0: Maybe I don't know. Are there
1: any stateside?
0: That's a great question. I heard your band has all the Flying Lesbian albums <laughs> on German import. <laughs> I heard spe- it was re- it was <laughs> speaking released, of LCD yeah, sound system.
1: It was released on CD. I know that, but um, I don't want the CD. No. Certainly not.
0: My Edifiers are going to play this at full bore. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know what more really could be said about this other than a, a, man, we've talked about a lot of albums. I was I was so psyched for you to listen to this one. I was like if he doesn't not that it was a test, but I was like if he doesn't care for this one at all, I'm going to be really surprised.
1: Mm-hmm. That's no, good. You did a good job, buddy.
0: Thank you, sir. You did
1: good. Hey.
0: The Flying Lesbians, 1975, nearly
1: 50 years
0: old. How crazy is that? Oh shit. That's old. That's I mean, there's no two ways
1: about that yeah, anymore. That's I mean, it's older than me, which is good. It makes me still feel uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know. Ain't a, wow. ain't a lot of these old, old songs, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it almost had a little bit of your boy in it, too. Tom Waits?
1: A little bit. A to- I mean, that was the era, you know? That kind of... Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I did get a little sense of that. I was... I I actually... I'm glad I remembered that, because I was going to ask you if you if you felt the same. Here's
1: what I really liked about them as, as a final thought, is that they um, didn't divide the uh, copyright up among everybody if they all wrote the song whoever did it 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 was all under one person emily pankhurst is like their kind of collective stage credit person oh nice Um, and then i'll i super dig that as much as they could they would only play to all female audiences as their kind of um Oh, that's fucking. I awesome. guess it's like their protest to. That's
0: like a pre-riot girl kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. I, I. That's like Kathleen Hanna, Girls to the Front.
1: I wrestle a tiny bit with um, fighting for inclusion by way of exclusion. I'm with you, but yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, do it. You know, wave your freak flag. You know, do what you do. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like think, I, I, I support I like, it. You know. Oh absolutely, especially in spaces where like you wouldn't be able to have a good time mm-hmm. if you were a woman uh, at, at certain shows and stuff and like I think that,
1: that right. was their their thing. It was such a, a male dominated i mean it still is, but even more so in the seventies you know you can only imagine yeah. if they let like a bunch of dudes in who weren't their roadies um, right actually, I mean they carried their own stuff that was part of their they routine. were their own roadies, yeah, yeah. um to really take was- ownership of. Every facet of the uh, industry, which is pretty cool.
0: I like that. Was I, as a final thought for me, mine would be that I love that whole approach Mm -hmm. to being a band, but I also love from a music standpoint the sort of raw, almost improvisational nature of some of the songs. But they were like, they also had this polish on them that just showed the musicianship mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you can improvise and if you have if you're if you're a strong musician it's not going to sound raw let's say um it'll sound more like uh i'm at a loss for what word it might be but maybe organic is the word um and so that i really enjoyed i really really like that um yeah they're like very much uh a nick band in that way which i i was Fucking pumped to find. It's
1: great, cool. Well, you're gonna like them because I just bought you a copy too, right now. Boom, boom! Bought two. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> Thank you, dude. You let me know, I'll vemo you. Oh, you shut
1: up. That's your. Sir. That's your birthday present.
0: <laughs> you beautiful human. Uh, you you German black forest cake. You. Yeah.
1: Um. That asshole. Shall we- Sweetly inside. <laughs>
0: Shall we... Let's uh, talk about your beer. Yeah, let's talk. All right. So um, mine is the uh, Coors Original. It's the yellow can. You may be familiar with it. As I already said, in 1873, Coors Brewing Company was founded by Adolf Coors, Jacob Schler. Um, and you know what? Uh, they invested a total of 20 grand into the operation. And obviously it's a huge deal. Uh, is it the greatest beer? Absolutely not. (laughs) Is it a, uh, good beer to, uh, drink on a hot day? I'd say, yeah. Um, and what I've done is just pop some, I guess I would say maybe two or so shots of Frambois on there, which is a very, uh, sweet raspberry beer from, uh, from belgium um and i call it um you know a red belly and it's delicious because i call the original cores yellow bellies um i think it's great uh you pop that frimbois to any of those sort of like basic beers like a cores like a pbr mm-hmm. like a strohs like a insert just fucking mostly corn beer here and and that's that's I don't know, it's a good way to liven it Drop up. It Give it a little and a
1: wheat beer too. You're in for a treat.
0: Yeah. I mean that's what it kind of feels like. One of my buddies was over the other day and I made him one. because um, I got quite a few bellies left over from the old Fourth of July BBQ. And uh and he was like, Oh, this this tastes like a leidenkugel like raspberry <laughs> wheat beer or
1: something like that. A um, Leidenkugel?
0: <laughs> or something like that. Uh yeah. And um it's delicious. And um, I don't know, 150 years, 150 years for uh, good old yellow bellies hanging around. Good on them. I give them some credit.
1: I am drinking or have drank the North Coast Brewing. Uh, they've been an independent since 1988. You do the math. Uh, <laughs> almost, almost 40 years. Um, 34 years. This is a Belgian-style golden ale called the Prankster, but with a Q instead of a K. I don't know why. But everybody is <laughs> That's the prank. drunk on the label. It's got like a it looks like an old um like Jan Steen painting or something. Um anyway, uh, I love North Coast brewing. Um they so the Belgian-style golden ale, it tastes, you know, like a um uh, I'm trying to think like you're um, not quite like a triple, like a triple Carmelite, but sort of like maybe you're left blonde, but a little bit more. Uh, it's very malty though. The Goldens are very malty. I much feel. more malty. Yeah. so That's what I was thinking about a triple Carmelite, but it's not a trip you know?
0: Yeah. 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 Um, those, those I can't really, I can't do too much. but this is, but the Goldens I can do more than I can do the triple. It's
1: coming else. at 7.6%. Yeah, so fun. I knew of this brewery, and when I was, um, dating Ellie, um, before I got married, now my wife, uh, we, <laughs> she was living in California. We took a road trip up North to Fort Bragg, specifically to Fort Bragg. Um, they have a beach there where it was like made of glass, long story, look it up. It doesn't look like it used to, uh, it's, Oh, you told me about it. Yeah, it's not yeah. as beautiful as it was probably like in the sixties and seventies, um, I mean, we we went both nights to the brewery. It's where they're they're located, and we we drank all by the glass. Beach? Yeah, all of their beers. Oh, that's cool. And I was in a bottle shop over in Narberth yesterday, two days ago, and uh, they had a whole slew of North Coast beers. And I was like, I haven't no I haven't seen this many in one spot since uh since since you were at the since brewery since Fort Bragg. <laughs> <laughs> so. Not to brag. Yeah, nice. I got a few of each and uh, I'm really excited to have drank this again. Uh brings me back to um I think it's what all good art does. Is it is it, is it warms you and brings you back to uh a time and and if you're lucky enough a, a place that you love as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that you're able to inhabit a memory or an experience once again.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. There's a German word for that. It's not pretty, so I'm not going to say it. Uh, it's not kismet, is no, it? No, I don't know. I'm making it up. No, that's... there's. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> got me twice. fooled me twice. It's just
0: not a pretty language, you know? <laughs> no. No. And so that's how you fooled me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, final thought. I think that for me, a way to connect the story the beer and the album is, is to be unabashedly oneself and people will take that for what it is and take the pieces and consume what they want from it. Mm-hmm. And and that'll be, that'll be sustenance for one, a few or many.
1: Well said. And that's that. well said. There we are. All right. Um, I've got a rating system. Beautiful. You ready? I am. Okay, Um, are you familiar with the not German bread known as monkey bread?
0: Oh, dude, it was like (laughs) one of the first things I ever baked.
1: Absolutely. Um, I can't find a definitive answer on how many pieces of bread are in a piece of monkey bread because it's, Uh, (laughs) why would there be a definitive number? Um, I bet a Pillsbury can. I was looking that up, but I couldn't find it. What what do you think? How many (laughs) do you think is in it?
0: That's a really good point. I would say like guess the jelly beans, right? <laughs> I, you know what? I'm gonna go um, with like, I'm gonna even number it at forty per per tube per tube, right. because I'm thinking that you cut it into um, uh, eight or nine equal things, and you cut each of those into quarters.
1: Yeah. Okay. I give Kristen Arnett's Labuchin. Um 34 out of 40 pieces of delicious monkey bread. <laughs> nice. I give <laughs> 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 That's
0: such a good one. <laughs> the
1: Flying Lesbians 1975 self-titled and only album 40 out of 40 pieces of delicious monkey bread. Um, but and it's all the outside pieces. Somehow that there's oh, yeah, is so. all the caramelized outside pieces with the, the soft inner. Yeah, you're not yeah. you're not getting that just a kind of nakedy. Oh, it's like cinnamon on it. You know, you're not getting just one yeah. of those. It Smells like yeah. it. No thank yeah. you. Um, and I gave the North Coast Prankster um, forty out of forty pieces of delicious monkey bread. Again, all outsides. Fantastic. Uh,
0: I will. Ar- give- Arnett's
1: Arnett's thirty-four out of forty is is as a mix and match.
0: It's a mix match. Got yeah, you. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Not all outside pieces. You've really you've upped the rating system. There's a lot of complexity to yeah. this one. A lot of nuance. Uh, I'm gonna give Arnett's story Buchkin, um That to me is gonna be a thirty-six out of forty delicious pieces of monkey bread. I'm going to say there's a lot of outside pieces, but it's a mix. Uh, it's a mix as well, for sure. Uh, maybe a 60 40 mix of outside two inner pieces. I mean, it's of still a, that's still a delicious monkey bread. That's
1: still a delicious uh, midnight snack.
0: Oh, it's a treat. It's a treat. Yeah. It's a delicious <laughs> treat that you can consume and not feel bad that you've taken advantage of anything because it's monkey bread. Um, <laughs> I will give The Flying Lesbians only album debut, final, and everything in between. Uh, uh, flying lesbians, um, a forty out of forty pieces of delicious monkey bread, also all outsides, uh, from sheer, um, just, just beauty, just, just wonderful, um, and I'm gonna give my hundred fifty year anniversary of Coors <laughs> Original Coors Yellow Belly with a couple shots of françois Uh, that to me is going to be a solid. 32 out of 40 pieces of delicious monkey bread. Um, The yellow belly on its own is uh, a 28 or so. Uh, Because you know what? I like that that can be a steady on. I like that. Mm -hmm. And so that's how many delicious pieces of monkey bread. That's also a mix, um, but a delicious mix. And imagine if one were to douse those pieces in a little bit of Frembois as well.
1: Ooh, Just like a blushing maid.
0: Yeah. Huh. Oh, God, I'm looking that up. I might make it if it's not too difficult. Um, absolutely. Wonderful, man. All right. Good seeing uh, you.
1: Catch us I, on Twitter at Book Record Beer. Um, other places. I mean,
0: honestly, <laughs> this, this, this album thing, and it only being on YouTube, has provided some urgency to have a way to share it with the world. Or the seven people who might visit our Instagram page, Twitter. Um, so I'm I'm gonna see if it's I don't know. That's a fucking uh, I think I'm I can't do that anymore, man. I can't I can't really do it. The tweet I can't do the tweet much. Yeah, I'm not no. I'm not really into it. I, I don't know where I am in it. I I'm lost. I'm 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 fucking in an ether that I don't understand.
1: I'm gonna keep it until it goes away. Yeah, I use
0: it. Yeah, or something better replaces it. I use it it,
1: the same as I always have, which is seldom.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I don't even have the, the, you know, uh, motivation to check it or anything. I don't know. Yeah. But I do like I do like Instagram a bit more. So we'll see. I'm gonna look into it. We'll see if I can right this wrong that you've, that you've cast upon us. Yeah.
1: Don't make us. (laughs) Don't make us four years old.
0: (laughs) Obviously. Uh, All right. Yeah. Hey. Sounds great. Bye bye. Mm -hmm. I will say the Salutation (laughs) Bye bye (laughs)
1: Uh, it looks like there's 29 for sale from a dollar 65.
0: So one's just
1: these folks have no idea what they're giving up here. Oh my god! Oh, here that's we go. Here that's... we go. Um, What's the condition? Okay, so here is one for one euro and 50 cents. Uh, very good, plus VG plus uh-huh. at 150. Comes from the Netherlands. Dude, this is crazy. It is. A dollar fifty plus thirty dollars shipping. Oh, uh, there you are. <laughs> but there we that's are. only thirty-five dollars in our money, which is what a you know.
0: It's the first kinks. What's an
1: album cost these days anyway? Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, less than that, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. Here's here's one. In-
0: You're nearing forty bucks there.
1: Media condition very good, VG plus. Sleeve condition VG. Seven dollars. <laughs> Oh, this is coming Do from it. US. $12 total. Right. I'm just gonna go ahead and I'm just gonna go ahead and grab this one.
0: Yeah, go for it. Do it. Live on the cat.
1: $12.95. Beautiful. And what a s- nice snatch. And done. <laughs> nice snatch. Yeah, baby.
0: Good stuff.